Rebound, Kipper Nichols finally clears it. Brad Underwood says get it across and no shots. And that'll do it for the ball game. The Illini take care of business here today over East Tennessee State University. Illinois 73, ETSU 55. Here on this Saturday in December and two wins in a row on two Saturdays. Two in a row for the Illini for the first time all year as they handle East Tennessee State. And the word all week was don't sleep on them. They could bite you. And, uh, well, Illinois owned this one. East, East Tennessee never really in the ball game. And Illinois improves to 4-7. and seven. Hello, everybody. Scott Beatty with you live at the State Farm Center. Coming up, Fasteners, etc. post-game show. But first, rapid reaction brought to you by Cozad Asset Management and Stocks Office Furniture. A game without Io DeSumo or Alan Griffin as they missed the shoot-around. And the Illini, or the, at least they were late to it, so the Illini went without their uh, star freshman guard. And Trent Frazier, the star sophomore guard, takes over, owning it with 25 points tonight on 8 of 14 shooting. And he's joined by Georgie Bajanishvili and Kipper Nichols in double figures. The Illini did what they needed to do in this ball game against the opponent that was in front of them. They played well. They played good defense. They out-rebounded them slightly. But they, they did enough on the boards, and there was a little bit of a let-up in the second half, but they never let East Tennessee State back into this ball game. They get the victory, and they accomplish the business that was in front of them. It was a good victory for what it is, and uh, a tune-up now for the Missouri Bragging Rights game coming up on Saturday, a week from tonight. You can join the conversation, Fasteners Etc. post-game show in a moment. PNC Bank fan line is 356-9397. Castle Heating and Cooling text line 351-5357. Welcome your voice here on the program. You can also tweet at us using the hashtag PNC Bank Illini. Also get a check of the scoreboards, our beyond the expected play, and our keys to the, to the game. All coming up in the Fasteners Etc. postgame show next. The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of Newstalk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5, News Gazette Media Station. Fighting Illini game day coverage continues on your flagship home for Fighting Illini Athletics. News Talk 1400, WDWS, and Light Rock 97.5, WHMS. Now, it's your turn on the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. Fasteners Etc. is your partner in inventory management. Call us on the PNC Bank phone line, 217-356-9397, or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Now, the Fasteners Etc. postgame show with your host, Scott Beatty. Kipper bounce pass inside Georgie B. Trying to post his man inside. Georgie looking, spinning oh. up and under and in. Oh, a little dance move by the noted dancer, Georgie B. Looked like Fred Astaire on that one. <laughs> he did, didn't he? <laughs> Georgie Bashanasvili with 15 points in this Illinois victory over East Tennessee State. 73-55, the final. The Illini have won their fourth ball game. They are 4-7. and seven. Welcome in, everybody. Fasteners, etc. post-game show. Scott Beatty with you. I'm live at the State Farm Center. Decided to stay put because uh, Evan Kahn, producer and 
will be chiming in here with uh, scoreboard updates and more is uh, so good there in the studio. And Illinois women are playing tonight at 6 o'clock. Yours truly on the call. You'll hear it on our AM side as they welcome in SIUE. So uh, I decided to avoid the commute and just stay put right here. It's a day at the State Farm Center. But welcome your calls and texts. Uh, nonetheless, as Illinois gets back-to-back wins for the first time all year, 14 points for Kipper Nichols, who had nine rebounds. So he was just shy of a double-double, one of his best performances of the season. And Trent Frazier owned it with 25 points. His season's high this year, 29. But 25 in this ballgame on 8 of 14 shooting. And remember, one of the missed shots for him was a half-court heave at halftime. So really, it's almost like an 8 of 13 performance and 6 of 8 from three-point land if you don't count that missed half-court heave. He also had five assists. Really solid night for Trent Frazier. It was interesting. I looked this up because I remembered Io DeSumo, who didn't play in this ballgame, scored 25 for the Illini in the second game of the season against Georgetown. That was the game Trent Frazier missed because of injury. Well, tonight, Trent Frazier scores 25 when Io DeSumo wasn't on the floor. So they just trade off 25-point ball games, And collectively... If you add up their scoring totals through the season, collectively the two of them are combining to average 24.9 points per game or just about 25. So it seems like whether you have Io or Trent on the floor or both, you're going to get 25 points out of them, I guess. It's just I, I looked at those stats and enjoyed that. Anyway, your thoughts as the Illini beat the Buccaneers of East Tennessee State University, and they had a lot of trouble getting here with canceled flights, delayed flights, buses with flat tires. Uh, the broadcast for East Tennessee State said he got into his hotel room about 3.30 this morning, which is much later than they anticipated. Uh, they you know, planned to be in yesterday, and they would have been in. Probably if they all got in a bunch of cars and drove over, they would have gotten here in a lot quicker shape than the uh, planes, trains, and automobiles episode they had getting here but uh, sometimes that leads to inspired play because you know you've been so distracted and you can almost just uh, forget what's going on and, and just play basketball but East Tennessee State did not look very good particularly in the first half today's the Illini owned them they outscored them 43-18 in the first half it was a good 12 or 13 minutes into the ball game and East Tennessee State had just one field goal so Illinois had a solid defensive effort today in beating the Buccaneers. On the text line, Benny says, congrats to the Illini. I want the Illini to play all their opponents like they did today. Go Illini. And Todd in Collinsville texts in 3515357. He says, solid effort today, particularly on the boards and defense. Didn't expect that. My first in-person game of the year, I drove 150 miles. And unfortunately, Io and Allen missed the shoot around and play zero minutes. Need to carry this momentum to St. Louis, and hopefully, we play with a full roster. And then, of course, uh, of course, uh, the Illini play Missouri on Saturday night in St. Louis for the bragging rights game. And yeah, I don't think you see the same uh, results if you don't have Io DeSumo on the floor, and probably also not having Allen Griffin hurts you as well. So those are some of the comments rolling in here on the Fasteners Etc. Post Game Show. We will come back. We'll get a check of the scoreboard. We'll bring you our Beyond the Expected play as well. Fasteners Etc. Post Game Show on Newstalk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. You're listening to the Fasteners Etc. Post Game Show. Join the conversation by calling us on the PNC Bank phone line, 217-356-9397. 
or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Right wing, Felice puts it on the deck, drives right baseline, kicks left corner, Kipper, the extra pass to Underwood. Back to Kipper, who fumbles with it, gets it back, drives to the basket, up and under and in! Kipper Nichols! Kipper Nichols, one of his best performances of the year with 14 points, nine rebounds, had an assist as well, and blocked a shot. The Illini beat East Tennessee State, take care of business, 73-55 before Mizzou next Saturday. This string of four straight Saturday games for the Illini, three of them here at State Farm Center and the Bragging Rights game as well, which is a, what, a half a home game, if you like, with how that crowd goes. And uh, Florida Atlantic comes back is here for the uh, 29th to round out the December slate for the Illini before back into the gauntlet of Big Ten play. Nice job there by Kipper Nichols. Welcome back to the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. 356-9397 is the PNC Bank fan line. PNC Bank fan line brought to you by PNC Bank, the official bank of the University of Illinois. Evan Kahn is in studio. Uh, Mr. Kahn, is it... Uh, does it feel nice to have a game where there's not a lot of drama around the outcome? Yeah, when you get out to what was that, a, a 25-6 to six start, you, you kind of get to coast your, your way through it. But, yeah, uh, after, after the season that the Illini have had so far to, to get a 20 and later on a 30-point lead, it, it's got to be comforting for, for the fans and the players to, to just be able to get a win and not really have to stress down to the wire. As this is the time of season too, uh, you, you've lived this sooner, more recently than I have. But there's other things going on for these guys with finals and all that. Uh, just to to have the space they have right now in between games, and to it's not the most exciting thing for a fan to see these kinds of games, but it's what's needed for this team right now. Yeah, definitely. I, I think you said it there. Uh, they didn't play any games this week. I'm sure the the stress of finals was was weighing on them heavy. But then they got to wake up this morning and just go play some basketball. I know Coach Underwood said that uh, a player has a final later on tonight. But but yeah, you the the finals they carry over no matter what you're really doing in life. So that that stress is, is big, and they were able to play well for. Oh, 30 of the 40 minutes, but it was enough uh, to get the 18-point win. Indeed. All right, we'll check the scoreboard here in a moment. Somebody's asking about the Mizzou game next week, and it is a 7 p.m. tip on Saturday night, the 22nd, in St. Louis. It's on BTN and, of course, here on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. As uh, somebody's saying, hey, I'll be in uh, California need to record the game. James texts in on the Castle Heating Cooling text line, says need to keep moving the ball. The Illini did. <laughs> there was a possession where I was joking. I was recalling the Hoosiers' line of four passes where uh, Coach wouldn't let them uh, shoot the ball unless they passed it four times. The Illini must have passed it 12 times in that possession. I didn't get the official count, but they kept moving the balls. So there was good ball movement tonight, but as always, when the ball slows down in the Brad Underwood system, that's when it becomes very ineffective because it's, it's built around all that if the team does not score within the seven seconds. All right, our first check of the scoreboard. Evan there in studio. Take it away. 
Yes, we'll look at the scoreboard that is chock full of top 25 teams. 20 of the top 25 teams are going to play at some point today. Going on right now over in Indianapolis, Butler leads number 25, Indiana, 38-34. to 34. First half has about 10 seconds left in that one. Number 23, Furman. I'm not sure where Furman is, but they're ranked 23rd. They're 11-0, and they're up at halftime over UNC Wilmington, 42-23. Greenville, South Carolina. Oh, so so a battle of Carolina teams there. Uh, some games that wrapped up earlier. Kansas finished off Villanova, 74-71. That was a good game throughout. Tennessee knocks off Memphis 102-92, high-scoring affair there. Michigan just able to survive Western Michigan 70-62. Michigan ranked number five, but that game was within a, a couple points up until the last few seconds. Some fouls led to the bigger win there for Michigan. Number 14, Buffalo remains perfect. They knocked off Southern Illinois 73-65. Ohio State survives Bucknell 73-71, and number 25, Syracuse, loses to Old Dominion 68-62 up at the Dome. So a lot, of, a lot of action here on this Saturday. I'm sure, like Illinois, a lot of these teams, they, they didn't play this week because of finals, so everybody playing here on a Saturday. Yeah, and I wonder if there's rust coming off for some of these teams because you would not think that uh – uh, Ohio State and Michigan would have such close games in, in particular, but uh, you know that this can happen this time of year. And, and and as Lauren and I were talking about the pregame, you know the mid majors can uh, can grab them grab ones here and there. There's not always that big of a gap between the bigs and the the uh, mid majors, so to speak. Sometimes, but today was was much different. And I I think I forgot a score because neither of the teams are in the top 25, but I believe, yes, Purdue lost to Notre Dame earlier today, 88-80, to part of that Crossroads Classic. And and, uh, so uh, that would be a fantastic – that's a fantastic event. And uh, I wish there was something similar in the state of Illinois because (laughs) those are four-story programs. uh, It's great that they do that over there. All right, uh, Fasteners, etc. Post game show. The number to call three five six nine three nine seven on the PNC Bank fan line. Castle Heating and Cooling text line is three five one five three five seven. Back with more in a moment. You know, Kippers tried really, really hard in the last uh, two and a half, three weeks to do what we ask, and it's really that simple. And and and, and it's it's all about the other things. And I mean, he's playing with a smile on his face again. Uh, he took three charges today. Uh, he went and snatched some balls with two hands, which he hadn't been doing. Um, and then he's, you know, he's he's found out that hey, there's some success driving the basketball. And uh, uh, you know, you add that to his three-point game, and then he becomes a pretty good weapon offensively. But uh, uh, defensively, he was dialed in today. And and we get that kip, or we become a different basketball team. Kipper Nichols, good ball game, and we're going to hear from Kipper coming up in our Beyond the Expected play in just a moment. Fasteners, etc. cetera, post-game show. Illinois a winner, 73-55. The Illini now 4-7, winning back-to-back games for the first time this year. East Tennessee State falls to 8-4. and four. On the Fasteners, etc. cetera, post-game show and the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-Texture asks, uh, this is John in Springfield asking, what's the speculation about Tevian Jones? John in Springfield, uh, no word. 
yesterday. All Brad Underwood would say about it is that Tevian would not play today. This is the fifth game in a row. And uh, all you can deduce from that is a significant team violation uh, beyond just uh, beyond just your uh, – sometimes you hear three-game suspensions – and sometimes, you know, that's usually associated with uh, with marijuana. But you know, and, and I'm not, I'm not saying that's any. I don't know. Nobody knows here. And uh, even sometimes, there's usually rumors running around. I haven't even heard rumors. Just nobody really knows what the deal is. So um, your guess is as good as mine. But it tells you that this is a a significant violation of team rules for five games. Um, you know how much. It's unfortunate. Tevin's a decent defender. He could shoot it a little bit. There's a lot of potential in, for him as a wing. You want to see him on the floor. So Brad uh, Underwood has said he's he's working to get back, but said he would not dress today. And of course, the Illini able to take care of business too without two other freshmen and Ayo Desumu and Alan Griffin after being late to the morning shoot arounds. And well, you know, there's some folks I saw watching uh, social media saying, "Hey, missing a whole game is too harsh." for being late. Uh, others are saying, hey, rules are rules, and we got to lay down the law. Uh, I, I'm falling in the camp of, you know, especially given the opponent today, although you need to be consistent no matter the opponent, uh, th- that's fine. Um, as long as, it, to me, you want your coach to be consistent. If, if somebody else misses shoot around or is late to shoot around this year, they need to miss the whole game too, as, as bad as that would be for the team's sake. Uh, you need to be consistent so that th- th- there's a uniform message to the team sent. So hopefully that though does not happen again for the Illini's sake. Time for our Pekin Insurance Beyond the Expected Play. And it's brought to you by Pekin Insurance for Beyond the Expected Coverage and Service. Contact an independent Pekin Insurance agent today. Visit PekinInsurance.com. And uh, a lot of folks have been noting that the lob plays have not been working for the Illini, maybe need to go somewhere else. Well, they did get this one correct. Here it is. Felice, right wing Frazier, alley-oop, Kipper for the layup. Frazier to Kipper Nichols. From the right wing to the left side of the rim, Kipper lays it up and in. Uh, and uh, a 10.0 on that, that was a tough pass by Frazier. It really was, and it put the Illini up 37 to 10 at that point in the first half. That's our Pekin Insurance Beyond the Expected Play. Fasteners Etc. Postgame Show carries on in a moment. It's the Fasteners Etc. Postgame Show on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Call us on the PNC Bank phone line, 217-356-9397, or send a text to the Castle Heating and Cooling text line. 217-351-5357. We beat a good basketball team today, and I thought we did some some positive things. I thought our defense the first half was uh, uh, the best it's been. We didn't make mistakes. We didn't foul. Uh, we kept them in a, in a, in a position. I think they're the seventh-ranked rebounding team in the country. Uh, we've spent an inordinate amount of time this week uh, working on rebounding, and, and uh uh, Aaron steps up with 10, and and uh, but I thought it was um, you know I thought it was top uh, you know top bottom of, you know, a pretty good uh, pretty good game for us.
Yeah, 73-55 the final score for the Illini, improving to 4-7 and seven now on the season as East Tennessee State University falls to 8-4. and four. Scott Beatty with you here, Fasteners Etc. post-game show. Our man in studio is Evan Kahn. Weigh in with us if you'd like. A few more opportunities here before we will... Put a button on this one, A217, Noah636 texture asking, what's happening with Anthony Higgs and Adonis De La Rosa? Anthony Higgs still in that slow recovery process. Adonis De La Rosa didn't get the minutes before the ball game yesterday. Brad Underwood just said it would be a matchup decision on in today's game and uh, felt that Samba's athleticism was a little bit more to the advantage depending on who they put on the floor. Let's see, Samba today gets 12 and a half minutes and has three points, a field goal, and a free throw made. A nice little turnaround jumper. So uh, Samba gets the minutes. Adonis does not. Now, during the altercation that happened between DeMonte Williams and Isaiah Tisdale of East Tennessee State that resulted in him uh, being ejected from the ballgame, Isaiah Tisdale, that is, uh, Adonis De La Rosa almost left the bench, and Brad Underwood was livid with him for that because you leave the bench, that's an ex- an, a technical on, on you as well. You cannot leave the bench when there's an altercation on the floor. It's not like baseball where everybody comes out and uh, has to show their teeth. I don't know if that went into the decision not to give Adonis any minutes after that, uh, but uh, Underwood was not happy with that choice. Uh, on the ejection of... Tisdale, uh, who was a starter tonight, kind of felt like maybe it was a little bit overreaction from the officials. Um, the, the play was in front of us. Uh, uh, DeMonte went down, uh, and Tisdale kind of tripped over him and then came up uh, ready to fight. I mean, Tisdale was certainly warranted a technical. I just don't know about a flagrant two and an immediate ejection. That seemed like maybe a little bit of an overreaction. Of course, uh, it's a break for the Illini either way, but if you have any thoughts on that, certainly can. Three five six nine three nine seven PNC Bank fan line. Simeon is with us out in Norfolk. Hey, Simeon. Hey guys, how are you? We're doing well. Thanks for calling in as always. Yeah, I uh, just had a couple comments. I was glad to see Kipper play well. I hope that'll continue. I was a little disappointed with. Uh, uh, because I feel like that we squandered an opportunity, and I'm speaking to what you had said earlier, to get the freshmen some more playing time uh, with uh, Io and Griffin and Jones. These are the games to build their confidence because we need them for the season. Uh, another thing I, I noticed, because they talk about uh, in the second half, we go through these throwing droughts, but I noticed that when Jordan and Williams are on the floor together, um, those guys don't score a lot of points. Um, I, I, I really like both of the guys. I like their hustle. But as far as when they're on the court together, it's not a lot of point production from those guys. And uh, I, I think we could have gave uh, – Frazier still looks banged up to me. I think this was a game that we could have got him a little bit more rest than what we did. So, anyway, it's good to talk to you guys. Happy holidays. And I listen to your comments. Yeah, appreciate it. It is interesting. You know, DeMonte is just not a huge scorer, uh, and that's just not what he is right now. He does, like, everything right, but he just doesn't get a ton of points. Five points for him today, uh, three rebounds in 30 minutes plus of play. Uh, had a couple of fouls, uh, helped block a shot as well. Uh, yeah, I, 
I don't know. I would be curious to really break that down when they're on the floor together. Uh, of course, everybody was positive today, but DeMonte actually had the biggest plus-minus of anybody. Bigger than Trent. Uh, and Trent only played two and a half minutes more than DeMonte did. DeMonte had a plus-22 today. Kipper's next with plus-21, and Trent is at plus-18 today. And they all all played in the ballpark of uh, 30 minutes, give or take a little bit. But uh, So that's an interesting point. I'd be curious to see how that that breaks down. But DeMonte has that experience out there and then Aaron Jordan going and get 10 rebounds uh is huge uh, you know even on a night when he has just six points uh so interesting stuff to bring up there appreciate it Simeon back to the castle heating and cooling text line 217 texture asking why are referee video reviews not shown at State Farm Center while the review is in progress uh, this is Patricia asking uh, that this I don't understand I, well I get it and I don't um I believe it is a Big Ten policy not to do so. And I think it's part of not trying trying not to incite the crowd if the call is not going to go the way that the crowd wants or, um, you know, not to get on the referees in a, in a bad way. I understand that. At the same time, anybody who's at home watching it can see exactly what the referees are seeing it. But if you've paid a ticket to be in the building, you can't see the review. That's frustrating. Uh, I get it, but I think it's a Big Ten policy. I believe uh, that it's a Big Ten policy that as to why the uh, reviews cannot be shown. I, I don't think it's just a school choice. I think it's a conference choice. But it is kind of frustrating. You want to know what happens. And it's like there's all these people out there that can know what's going on, but you can't. But it's because the officials are right here. So that's some of the thinking behind that, I, I guess. All right, let's do our keys to the game, as always here, as we look at this, brought to you by Loman Ray Insurance and by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign, the unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert steers you in the right direction. A whole team of them takes you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank invested. Uh, Evan Kahn back in studio. You know, there's a, a lopsided win like this. There's always a lot of low-hanging fruit to, to pick from here. The Alani did a lot of things right. Yeah, there is, and uh, I don't remember who tweeted out earlier this week, but I saw that um, the the Illini during practice this week that they were taking a, a halftime break, per se. They were taking a break somewhere in the middle of practice to go and watch some film and then come back to get the, the motor going again. And I was really looking forward to seeing, well, hopefully seeing Illinois just kind of blow this game open to start the second half, and, and that was not the case. It looked like the, the same old Illini to come out in the second half. So that that was a key that I had. It obviously didn't come back to hurt them, but it, it's definitely something we've seen over the last couple of years that they're still trying to figure out how to get going again after taking that halftime break. Yeah, I agree with you. It was a 7-0 run for ETSU to start the second half. And uh, this is after, I mean, Brad Unwood said, I'm trying anything I can right now to try and avoid this. So they actually practiced the 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 pattern of halftime of leaving the floor of going into the locker room of uh, doing whatever and coming back out and ETSU actually outscored the Illini 37-30 in the second half now you'd built up such a sizable lead it didn't really matter and uh, ETSU never really gotten shouting distance but uh, he's still that still continues to be a bugaboo however uh, Illini did a much better job today of avoiding the fouls 
uh, just 17 as a team. Nobody got over three fouls in in the ball game. So for me, that was the other that was the flip side of it. Illini improved there. They did a nice job on the rebounding. So some keys go uh, a, a better direction, some don't, and the real test now will come next Saturday against Mizzou, um, who maybe overall isn't having an outstanding season, but there's a cliche when it comes to the bragging rights game. You throw it all out the window because that will, that will be such an emotionally charged ball game for the, for the Illini in St. Louis. Yeah, definitely, and especially we saw it last year. I think that was Trent's coming out party in the in the bragging rights game so and, and Trent talked about it in his post-game comments uh they the young guys don't really and not saying that we know what this game is but they don't really realize the significance of the bragging rights game until they get down there and, and they feel the environment so so next Saturday is going to be could be a big turning point uh, a big key to how the Illini play out the rest of this season those are our keys to the game, brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Loman Ray Insurance. Last call when we come back on the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. Halfway of the layup at the other end. And Illinois gets the victory 73-55 today over East Tennessee State. Scott Beatty with you here at the State Farm Center. Evan Kahn in studio. Illinois with three double-digit scores. Trent Frazier, Georgie Bajanis-Feely, and Kippert Nichols, 25, 15, and 14. Ayo Dasumu out today, uh, late to the shoot-around this morning, along with Alan Griffin. So Coach Underwood had them on the bench for this ball game. Uh, Tevin Jones out uh, indefinitely still, but a nice performance, though, from the Illini all around to beat the Buccaneers, who had... Every opportunity for an extra extra motivation and storyline after the crazy travel they had uh, getting here, trying to get from eastern half of Tennessee to Champaign, <laughs> in retrospect would have been better off just getting on a bus and driving straight here. Instead, the attempt to get to Atlanta and fly into Bloomington failed. Then they got rerouted to Chicago and on a different airline, and then that didn't work because of fog or something. And then they finally got to Chicago in a bus had a flat tire, and they rolled in here at 3:30, and uh, it uh, it looked they looked a little sleepy when it was all said and done. By the way, they decided they are bussing straight back. They decided to forego the the flying opportunity. Uh, all right, Mr. Khan, there in studio. Let's get a final look at our scoreboard. Yeah, we're gonna look ahead here to a not as busy schedule with volleyball wrapping up and finals this coming week. So not a whole lot going on, but there is another basketball game today. Scott Beatty will be on the call there over at the State Farm Center. The women taking on Southern Illinois University of Edwardsville. That's a six o'clock tip. Brian, or Brian Scott will get about a 20-minute break, and then he'll be back on for the pregame there. Then the Coach Brad Underwood show on Monday at Buffalo Wild Wings, 7 o'clock here on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. The next Friday, the women play Missouri at noon. Last day of school for Illinois there. And then on Saturday, the big bragging rights game. Illinois against Mizzou down in St. Louis, 5.30 pregame, 7 o'clock tip. I'm not sure who's in, who's out, who's playing for that game, but you know it's it's going to be a good one. It'll be close, and, and there's a lot, of, a lot of emotions between the players, the coaches, 
that sort of thing. So looking forward to that. Thanks much, Evan. And here is, uh, a, under the category of to his credit, uh, Ayo Desumu tweeted out just a few minutes ago from his Twitter account, as a leader, I understand the importance of team rules. I accept responsibility and the consequences for being late this morning. I made a mistake, and I'll grow from it. Sorry for letting my team and Illini fans down. It won't happen again. That's a nice way to go, Io. That's that's just taking it, manning up, taking responsibility for uh, for what it is. And uh, you know, Brad Underwood. I also thought uh, you know you may not like the out for the whole game, but Brad Underwood also acknowledged it after the game and said, "Hey, it was a mistake, and now we move on." And um, it's not something that's going to be hanging over anybody's head or anything like that. Uh, I thought uh, I thought that was handled well. All that, you know, I think where the some folks maybe don't like that it was a whole game, but that's what the coach chooses. That's the coach's prerogative. And as uh, to me, as long as the coach is consistent with that, I think you just have to move forward. You just, you're just not supposed to be late. That's the bottom line. And we all have expectations of us and our jobs and, and things that we're held accountable to as well. And uh, that's one of the things that these players are held accountable to, and it makes sense to me. Uh, all right, I, I think that's it for us here. Uh, Mr. Khan, appreciate your work in studio as always. Thanks to Ed Bonder, on-site engineer, operations manager Jim Lewis, and general manager is Mike Hale. 73-54, the final. The Illini beat East Tennessee State, and they're now 4-7. and seven. We will have the next edition of the Fasteners Etc. postgame show Saturday night following Illinois and Missouri after the Bragg and Rights ball game. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, everybody. We'll talk to you again real soon. The preceding program was an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5 News Gazette Media Station. That's gotta be Kane! That's gotta be Kane!